step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This segment of Northwest Wild Country is brought to you by Berkeley. Catch more fish with Berkeley. The question of the day on the Northwest Wild Country Facebook page was, uh, which 10 will you partake in this weekend? Will it be Marine Area 10, which is where the uh, South King County PSA chapter uh, derby's going on today, uh, 10, 11, and 13, or will it be Bowie 10? And uh, our next guest, he, well, he chose Bowie 10 because that's that's where he works. That is uh, Brandon Glass of Hookup Guide Service. Uh, and, and Brandon, I know you have you have basically kind of moved everything down to Astoria. The last time we talked to you, I believe, was July the eighth, and that was the day that you arrived there. And you have not left yet. It's 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 early August, and you're still down there. Yes, yes. Good morning, Joel. So uh, yeah, I'm down here in Astoria right now. I'm actually I'm just rolled into the ocean. So I just crossed the Klim River bar here. Gotcha. Uh, I had a small restriction of 16 foot on it. It was a pretty easy bar to cross. Uh, Probably three to five foot uh, rolling swell, pretty easy. A little south wind out here right now. What? Uh, so I'm curious. This is kind of the million dollar question here. What exactly causes you to choose the ocean versus the river? I mean, that's kind of the kind of the you know. I mean, why there versus the other? Yeah, well, you know, right now the uh, river itself's got uh, growing tides, so we're waiting for that next big push, that big incoming tide. That these fish are right now just outside of the jaws. Uh, they're basically between, if you guys know down here, between buoy four, buoy three, yep. out to see our buoy. There's a pile of fish sitting out there, and they're just getting ready to come on in with that feed and all that incoming tide. All right, so it's it's not going to be too terribly long before before the river itself gets a pretty good pretty good flood of fish from what I'm from what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, looking at the tides here, I'm thinking, thinking like uh, Monday, Tuesday, we're going to finally have that big push. We're going to have a, a big, big new uh, wad of cohos and kings coming in. So we got them all right out here. They're nice and close. Uh, they're getting nice size. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking pretty forward to that. All right, so everybody take note of that. Monday, Monday, Tuesday-ish, if you have a chance, make some plans to head down there because it looks like fish are going to be in the river. But, let, Brandon, let's talk about the bite. Let's talk about the ocean bite. What's the what's kind of been the course of that whole thing over the past week or so? Because, you know, obviously Bowie 10 opened, and, and everybody was excited about that, and we saw, you know, a bunch of posts on social media. It looked like there were a bunch of fish around. But uh, kind of run us through this first, first official week of Bowie 10. Yeah, so what happened is right before, you know, as the August 1st opened up, there was a nice uh, low, low set of tides, and all the Chinook were laying in the river, and they were not moving very far. They were making um, maybe a mile a day up, up uphill. So we had our great opportunity to fish around these fish for, uh, you know, the whole time, the whole tide change. Yeah. And uh, now once those tides have changed, they're moving out, they're getting bigger tides. Now the fish have swum, uh, they, they moved up river. The new ones, uh, we get new fish every day coming in. Okay. Like there's no fish around. I mean, we did get five yesterday in the river, uh, four of which were brand new out of the ocean. The other ones kind of been laying around a little bit, but uh, they all cut real nice. Now, yeah. 
you know, what we're really going to see here is we're looking for that big seven to eight foot incoming swing here for two days in a row. That really helps bring all that momentum of that ocean uh, into the uh, into the Columbia. Okay. All right. So what yeah. uh, what will be your drill aboard the boat this morning? I mean, what uh, I mean, I know you've got a boat full of guys. What's your what's your technique of choice? Well, right now we're going to go out there. We're going to be putting in, uh, we're going to throw in some fresh anchovies and throw in some herring. So okay. All right. We're going to use, uh, going to use fish flash flashers, and I'm going to use lead. I don't like using divers. Okay. Uh, I like using lead because I like to let my guys feed the fish. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, when we start getting a bite, they want to let go of it. We strip off about four strips of line until that fish comes back and commits to the bait. Yeah. Yeah, and dude, that makes your that makes your life a lot easier. <laughs> not having not having to mess with a bunch of divers. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the divers. So, no. but anyways, yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fish on the red line today, which is the red line is you know the buoy's uh, four two to CR. That's on the south side of the mm-hmm. entrance of the Columbia River. Yeah. And uh, right now, so we're just out at uh, buoy two SJ, which is the sunken jetty buoy. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you right say now. it's you say it's a mix it's a mix of coho and chinook out there. It is. Yeah. Last time we out here, we got we got all of our chinook, got all of our coho out here. Okay. Uh, for, for my guys. So there are definitely a lot of chinook out here as well. Uh, buddy that came out yesterday, he did go through all the nasty weather. Uh, it was pretty rough out here. I did not come out. It was too rough. Yeah. Um, but he did end up getting all his Chinook and then his uh, co as well. So so let's go ahead and kind of move ahead to kind of the end river fishery itself. I mean I mean buoy ten obviously is kind of a that's kind of a broad statement there of course is the buoy itself. But as far as as far as what you expect uh, relative to river conditions in other places, I mean you've got you've got a, you know a dozen different very popular areas that people will fish there in in the buoy ten fishery. Uh, I mean, you know, water conditions would lead you to believe what, Brandon? As you head into this whole river fishery, what, what do you expect? Uh, I expect some really good fishing. I expect we have a lot of uh, a lot of chinook around. The co fishery is looking good for us. I don't know. I really feel here that uh, once we get our, our uh, tide starts going down from our biggest incomings and starts going down to a small holdover tide, I think we get uh, in the middle of the month. Yeah. I really feel we're going to have a really good fishery here. Um, kind of something like we've seen in the past. Um, you know, there's there tend to be a lot of fish on the ocean. I went up north uh, two days ago. I didn't see anything up north. I saw them on the graft and getting bites. I came back down south, and that's where we finished up. But uh, it seems like there's a lot of fish out here right now. So. And as so I'm thinking, I think it's gonna be good. And also, the end of the month is gonna be that next big series of tides. That should be a whole bunch of go on that one as well as Chinook. So now, as far as far as just kind of the basic techniques that um, that that play well there, I mean, it's kind of funny how that 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 will occasionally switch back and forth here and there. But as far as as what you think will be the most prevalent, I mean, give me an idea of, of one or two one or two techniques. You know, the main techniques, of course, uh, you could be using lead cannonballs with droppers or triangle flashers. Yep. You know, I like using the fish flash flashers and. You know, plug cut herring. I use fresh anchovies just because I'm feeding the fish what they're eating because that's what they're eating right now. Is okay. All fresh right. anchovies. Plug cut does work well. Uh, whole herring works great too. And then um, the other one is that everybody's doing now is a 360 flasher out here. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. And other three, the three, 360 flashers, I've seen some fish caught on them. Um, I'm kind of seeing more fish still caught on the triangle flashers of it right now. So this this thing with anchovy, I mean, I mean, tip, typically herring is kind of the go-to, but anchovy is this something you're going to fish kind of throughout the the rest of this whole this whole you know first couple of weeks of the month, or, or what's the story there? 
Well, yeah. So I got a, you know, in my, I got a freezer here in my my room, and so I got a, a half a rack of herring there, and I always have to bring herring out just in case it's one of those days that they don't want to hit the anchovies. Yep. But every day I always have a couple pounds of fresh anchovies. So um, I also have my sabiki rod in the boat. I can go out there and catch them uh, if I need extra bait as well. So the typical drill with uh, with those, a couple of, couple of different sizes. I mean, as far as as far as you know, you know your baits. Yeah, most people are using green labels down here. Okay. I don't use very many blue labels. Uh, I've had problems with you know a lot of short biting fish on the blue labels. So we do have a lot of feeders. We have a lot of cohos around. So smaller bait um, in the river. I like to tend to use three hooks, three single hooks, maybe like a three odd and a couple two odds uh, on my smaller baits. And uh, of course, out in the ocean, you can only use two, two yeah. single uh, barbless. So. Are, are you uh, are you doing any sort of uh, any sort of uh, voodoo with your with your baits? Are you just running them just straight? Or are you curing them? And what's your what's your program there? Uh, kind of uh, both. You know, once I start seeing these tides start decreasing, these chinooks really start laying below the bridge and above the bridge. I'll start okay. playing with my ascent a little bit. But when you're getting fresh new fish that are in salt water. You know, yeah, sure, the scent on there that's going to really probably can help, but I really feel those fish are just eating anything that's in front of them. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, and I've seen it. I've seen it. And so I just kind of just throw on the fresh bait. As long as it's got that fresh slime on it, yep. you're good to go. So how about how about the hardwood drill? I mean, are, I mean, you can do spinners at all. Uh, any chance of, of anything like a like a like a like a Brad's cut plug that would do well there? I mean, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I don't use, usually use much for the Brad lures. Uh, you know, I do use the Yakima bait spinners. And yep. I will be doing a lot more spinners, too. Now that we've seen the water temp finally rise, uh, the water temp is like 50, 63, 64 degrees. Yep. Now it's up to 69 uh, after the last warm day. Yeah. So, yeah, the spinner bite's really going to start turning on here. I'm going to start throwing a lot more hardware after this tide starts decreasing. Yep. So once yep. that tide starts decreasing, um, I'll start throwing a lot more spinners into my mix, and then that'll start really getting the shifts. Well. Run, yeah, run us through, run us through some of your some of your top spinners. I mean, what to, what specific models, colors, all that good stuff? Well, I make my own, so okay. I just all right. buy, buy, buy the blades from the manufacturers. So okay. I do use like a Tolman spinner. We use a Mulkey spinner. Um, and then colors-wise, I use mostly anything that's got a brass red, brass pink, okay. gold. Golden brass, uh, something like a rainbow color, like a blue tip rainbow, green tip rainbow. Those can uh, those can really be, be very attractive. So, but anything like like maybe like an all white blade with a pink dot, um, you know, something of that sort. Yeah. Uh, using like size sixes, I use most mostly tie up size sixes or size fives. And so, and so, as we advance into the next handful of days, as Brandon's pointed out, we have we have uh, favorable positive tides coming up over the next uh, I don't know three to four days. The river bite may work pretty well, but uh, Brandon, hey man, I, listen, sounds like you're busy. Um, I know you got some some guys on board, you got to get working, but appreciate the check in. Really good information. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Good luck out there. Like I said, we're just uh, now trying to move out to buoy four here to get our gear in the water. So. All right, dude. Good luck today. All right. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Yep. Yep. See you. All right, so there you go. Take a look at your tide books. Uh, it looks like, as Brandon pointed out, you do have you do have favorable tides. If you don't want to go do the ocean drill, which which many of you probably do not, um, you have a chance to uh, to go dial in good old familiar names like the the Churchill, the Green Line, and so forth. That's the Buoy Ten Fishery. You can log on to triple w dot hookup 
guideservice.com for information about uh, Brandon and Jack Glass's um, guide service. Let's take our final break of the day. When we come back, we'll do a quick check-in over at the uh, Brewster Salmon Derby. It sounds like the bite is pretty tough this morning. Uh, Pretty good day yesterday and day one, but we'll see what happens in day two. Also, the phones are open, 800-829-0950-206-286-9595. We do have some activity on the SpiderWire text tool. We'll get to that when we return to Sports Radio 950 KJR. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.